0: From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now.
1: On today's broadcast, President Yoon Dong-yeol vows to continue a sound fiscal policy and tackle the country's low birth rate in the final cabinet meeting of the year. Former Justice Minister Han Dong-hoon becomes interim leader of the ruling party, announcing he will sit out April's general elections. And the election watchdog considers adding a manual counting procedure to boost the reliability of vote counting. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. President Yoon song highlighted the economy's performance this year and announced that he will continue his sound fiscal policy in 2024 as he chaired the last cabinet meeting of the year. He also urged the public service sector to reflect considerations for the people's livelihoods through policies
0: as quickly as possible next year. Max Lee reports. Presiding over the final cabinet meeting of the year, President Yoon Sung-yar credited sound fiscal policy for an economic performance that was recently ranked second among the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development countries thanks to a recovery in the trade surplus. President Yoon noted that through the principles of a market economy and a sound fiscal stance, the country recorded a higher employment rate and lower unemployment rate than any previous administration. He predicted that improved exports will lead to economic recovery and growth next year, emphasizing intensive support for the service industry to ensure that the trend leads to a recovery in domestic demand. The president also emphasized the implementation of the so-called three major reform tasks of improving education, labor and pension while solving the low birth rate problem. Stressing that time to resolve the low birth rate problem is limited, he called for a remedy to societal aspects deemed responsible, such as excessive competition in education as well as other areas. During the meeting, Yoon stressed the stabilization of the people's livelihoods several times, promising to run an administration that quickly executes next year's budget and makes immediate corrections through the voices of the people. Max Lee, KBS World Radio News. Former Justice Minister Han Dong-hun pledged to guide the
1: Ruling People Power Party to victory in April's general elections in a speech at his inauguration as the party's interim chief. In a press conference at the central party headquarters in Seoul on Tuesday, Han vowed to sit out the election, instead focusing on the PPP's success as chair of its emergency steering committee. He also vowed to devote himself to the people and the future of South Korea while pursuing success in April. Han slammed the main opposition Democratic Party's push for a special counsel probe into First Lady Kim gun hees alleged stock manipulation, calling it an evil bill made just for the general election. He then vowed to work with his party and the National Assembly to respond to the bill. Former Prime Minister Chung se jun and former Democratic Party leader Lee nak yon met for talks over breakfast in Seoul on Tuesday. After the meeting, the ex-DP chief's side issued a statement saying that the two former prime ministers from the Moon Jae-in administration shared honest opinions on issues inside and outside of the country, as well as concerns over the current administration's handling of state affairs and the turmoil within the main opposition party. He said that the two agreed to pursue a meeting of the three former DP prime ministers of the Moon administration to include Kim kyum the meeting comes as the current DP leader, E.J. myung is set to meet with Jung on Thursday to discuss party integration, having met with Kim last week. A meeting between the current and former DP leaders, however, remains uncertain amid Lee yeons announcement of his intent to create his own party earlier this month. The state election watchdog announced on Tuesday that improvements to voting and counting procedures are being considered ahead of next year's general elections in April. In a press release, The National Election Commission said that the addition of a manual counting procedure is under review in order to strengthen the reliability of the vote counting process. Ballots are currently sorted by a machine and checked by a person at a screening counter. The change would add manual counting before sorting with a voting machine. The election watchdog denied media reports that the machine mistakenly processed invalid votes as valid during the previous general election. While stressing that the accuracy of the machine has been proven on numerous occasions, the commission said manual counting is being weighed for the 22nd general elections in April in light of controversy over the accuracy of the system. The government has said there is no change to the import ban on Japanese seafood products from around the crippled Fukushima nuclear power plant after Tokyo announced plans to increase exports of scallops to the country. First Vice Minister for Government Policy and Coordination Pak Kuyun, said on Tuesday that the announcement came unilaterally from Tokyo and Seoul's ban on seafood imports from eight prefectures near the nuclear power plant will remain in place. The vice minister said radiation testing is conducted each time seafood imports, including scallops, are brought in and that nuclide certificates are requested upon detection of even trace radiation. Earlier, Japan's Kyoto News reported that Tokyo introduced plans to redirect scallop exports to South Korea, the European Union, and other regions in light of a slump in shipments amid Beijing's all-out ban on Japanese seafood imports since August, when Tokyo began discharging wastewater from the plant. Israel reportedly continued its assault with a wave of strikes on refugee camps in the Gaza Strip on Christmas that killed at least 250 people over 24 hours. The Hamas-run Palestinian health ministry said in a statement on Monday that at least 250 Palestinians have been killed and 500 others injured during the past 24 hours, raising the death toll from Israeli aggression on the enclave since October 7th to 20,674, with 54,536 now injured. On Christmas Eve on Sunday, at least 70 people were killed at the Maghazi refugee camp in the center of Gaza in one of the deadliest strikes of the war. Ashraf al-Kidra, a spokesperson for the health ministry, said that the airstrike targeted a residential area and the death toll is feared to rise further as many families were living in the area. Pope Francis expressed hope for peace in the Middle East and around the world in his Christmas message on Monday. The pontiff issued the message during his Urbi et Orbi, or To the City and the World, a blessing from the main balcony of St. Peter's Basilica at the Vatican. Regarding the armed conflict between Israel and Hamas, Pope Francis called for an end to military operations and a solution to the desperate humanitarian situation with an opening to the provision of humanitarian aid. He lamented the victims of both the initial October 7th attack launched by Hamas, as well as the continuing loss of life in Gaza at the hands of ongoing military operations. Francis also called for peace between South and North Korea hoping that fraternal bonds will be consolidated on the Korean peninsula by undertaking processes of dialogue and reconciliation capable of creating the conditions for lasting peace. Police have confirmed that the second instance of graffiti vandalism on the historic Gyeongbok Palace last week was a copycat crime by the suspect in his twenties currently in pretrial detention. In a written press briefing on Tuesday, National Police Agency Commissioner General Yunigun said the suspect testified that he wanted to commit a similar crime after seeing the first vandalism on the cultural property on December 16th. The copycat crime came a day after two suspects in their teens spray-painted the palace walls reportedly at the behest of an anonymous person contacted through a messaging app, leading the authorities to assign a cyber investigation unit to track down and confirm the mastermind. The historical drama film 1212 The Day led ticket sales in South Korea this year. According to the film's distributor Plus M Entertainment on Monday, cumulative ticket sales reached 10690000 as of 4.45pm, surpassing the total admissions of The Roundup No Way Out. 1212 The Day topped the 10000000 mark on Sunday morning, 32 days after it was released on November 22nd. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index gained 3.08 points, or 0.12% on Tuesday, to close at
0: 2,602.59.
1: And that's the news from KBS World Radio's New Center in Seoul.
0: I'm Tom McCarthy.